have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Shirt from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth. I am your host, duh. Guys, tonight I'm excited because it's the Connor fight, and I've been waiting for this fight for a long time. Uh, for those of you who aren't keeping up, I don't know, you must be living under a rock or something, but Connor and Dustin Poirier are fighting for the third time to see who is the top dog. Oh, welcome to the channel if you're new. Um, Guys, this is a personal development podcast for the uninitiated. And, um, you know, hopefully I say things that build value and or to to you rather and you can extend them and apply them in your life. Hopefully that's the premise of this podcast. But getting back to the contract because that's boring because, you know, you're going to know you're going to you're going to feel that out if you stay tuned and uh, listen to the podcast. But anyways. The Connor fight. I've been tr- I've been tracking it for some time now. What I mean by tracking is I've been like paying attention to the press conference and the weigh-ins and all this. And um, they have this little this little trailer that kind of invites you in to see how they're training and 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 kind of their mentality going into the fight. And Dustin Poirier says something that I found was. Um, it was interesting. He says he says on camera that he has heart, and and it's not to say that he's implying that Connor doesn't have heart, but the context in which he said it was as if to say, "I have more heart than Connor." It's not that, now. I'm, again, let me let me clarify. He's not saying he has more heart, but it's in essence like he's kind of inferring that he's going to win this fight or he's and he's done what he needs to do and the way that he is is based on the fact that he has heart it's almost like he's saying more heart now again he's not i'm just going to say that he's saying that 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 way because of the context that is displayed and for that to be the case for him to actually i understand bloviation Okay, I understand talking in a way that is over the, the the competition. I mean, Connor does it all the time, but to imply possibly this is my own take and my opinion. I don't. I don't. You may have your own opinion on it. You may think that he's not saying it that way. I think he is saying it that way. It's like, how do you have the audacity to say that? You know, if there is heart in anything, in anyone rather, in that industry, it has to be him. Just because he's a top dog and he's getting paid millions and millions of dollars and he literally has anything and everything he could ever want, yachts, mansions, Lamborghinis, Rolls Royces, I mean, Rolexes, he has all of that. It doesn't mean that he didn't have heart in the process, because obviously heart 
is something that is almost analogous with work ethic, discipline, the fact that you want something, your hunger, more than the next person. If, if I'm being honest, that's the only thing that's going to carry you. And that's the thing that does carry you in times of disparage and discontentment. Because realistically, if you don't have heart for the thing you're doing, you will go through multiple, multiple seasons of drought, multiple seasons of decline. And if you don't have heart, nothing else is going to carry you. Like heart is what is going to dispense the discipline, dispense the accumulation of responsibility to get shit done, to command things to be done. Like that's heart. If you don't have that, you don't have nothing. It's that simple. Now, the things that are associated with your heart in terms of what ignites your heart to deliver the, the discipline and the responsibility and the, the, the accumulation of work and dispense with that and command things to be put in place and do them perpetually, that could, your, your driving force could be a lot of different things. I mean, it could be the, the, the more the benefit to giving your, your family a better life, the well-being of you, your family, your extended family, um, charities. I mean, it could be a multitude. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just naming off things here, but the most important thing is probably going to be what you do with your money or what you do with what you've accrued. And that could be legacy or that's mainly legacy oriented. Now, just so happens that in the, you know, in the arena that he's in, they make a lot of money because a lot of people want to see people fight. But if you think for one second that that's what got him into the sport was the fact that he could accrue all this wealth because he saw what fighters were making, like that's not the case. He would be doing this if I would go on record to say he would be doing this. And I think most of the fighters, Dustin included, would be doing this even if it was a poor man's sport. Because it's what they derive acceptance in and it's what they derive importance in and it's what they derive their own self-value and worth in. It's that's, they know that they're great at this. They know that what they can do inside the ring with their bodies against another man is something substantial. That in and of itself is what makes them continue. But you can you can do this thing. You can do your sport. You can build your business at just subpar levels of heart or subpar levels of production in general. You don't have to have heart to be to be something in this world to extend contribution. But man, people can identify the ones that have the true heart because the heart is what's going to separate the ones that are just kind of doing things to do them to get by. We all know those people. And the ones that do it and would fucking grind their nose to the ground, even if it meant no more benefit than what they could do if they had just done things maybe a little bit less invasive. What I mean by that is, let's take it for example. When you work out, you will all know those people that they... They open up their iPhone and they look at their working sets and their exercises and they just do the bare minimum. Three sets of 10. Maybe you're this person. 
three sets of 10, four sets of 15, this exercise over here, that exercise, okay. And once it's done, it's done. And there is validity in that. There definitely is some validity in that to say that I got the workout done. At least I went there and I got it done, even if I didn't want to. But then there are those people that go there and even if they read off of a program or they're following some type of program or split rather, if it says three sets of 10 on their last set or maybe their second to last set as well, if they have more in the tank, they're going to push it. And then they might add a drop set on after that because they just know that they have more in the tank and they want more. And they, they almost like... They almost associate the blood and the sweat and the and the and the grit associated with the working out and taking your mental to a different level with more results, even if it doesn't accrue more results. You don't really know how much weight to lift, how much tonnage to move to, to the point where your body changes. You don't know. None of us have a blueprint for that. Just like none of us have a blueprint for success. Because one program for one individual that worked well for them, it's going to look completely different for you and your biological physiology or your biological anatomy. It's going to look different, dude. All these things look different. You, no one blueprint is going, to, is going to be able to be leveraged across the platform for multiple people. It just doesn't work that way. But I will tell you this, the ones that have the heart they, A, they get more done and B, they develop quicker and stronger than you ever will with your just basic baseline mediocrity, mediocre stance rather. It's not just three sets of 10. Maybe it's three sets of 10 and on the last set you do a drop set or you add more weight or you do a rest pause on the last set. Like you, there's more to it, man. Maybe you do five sets of 10 instead of three because you have more in you. There's more to it. And if you don't want it, you don't care that much. You're just going to do the bare minimum. And the bare minimum is okay, but it's definitely not noteworthy. It's definitely not going to win a gold. It's definitely not going to win you championships. It's not good enough for that. And I have news for you. You were not cut out to be just mediocre. If mediocrity is something that you'd like to adopt, it's only because you don't deem yourself more valuable and more worthy of more in life. And I'm not talking about wanting the Lambos and the Rolexes. This could be just you wanting more to be able to provide for your family, for to be able to give to your friends in time of need, to be able to be more of an established entity and human that can help people in their times because you have the prerequisite experience prior to be able to help them. Like, But if there is no adversity and there is no climbing this and there's no heart applied to the adversity, you will not be as a contributing factor if you as you could have otherwise had gone through these things. Does that make sense? So when adversity strikes and there's a, a opportunity for you to, to impose more heart, do it. Want it. You have to, if you want to be your best, 
If you don't want to be your best, fine. Just take a seat and do the bare minimum. But that's the thing that gets you champions like Conor McGregor. Even Mayweather, even though he totes a lot of shit, even Mayweather, their work ethic that's predicated on their heart is second to none, zero. So if you don't do anything, apply heart to what you do do. If you don't do anything else, apply heart to what you do do. Maybe your mom told you or your dad told you, don't do something half-ass. Okay, that's basically saying put your heart into it. No one can give you heart. You have to build it. And the only way you build it is when hopefully you apply it towards something that you love to do because then it comes a lot easier. But you still have to apply the grit. You still have to apply the discipline. You still have to go through the motions but act like you're loving it even when you don't want to do it. That is distributing heart towards the things that you're doing. And after, after so long of dispensing with that type of a behavior, magical things start to happen. I say magical because there are things that you can't conjure up in your own realm prior because all you can see is just work. All you can see is just, well, this is kind of a daunting task or this is something that is going to take me a long time. But if you take each day and apply heart in each day to each task that you do or that you're or or the endeavor that you're in this accrues over time and not only is your heart building bigger but your mental your physical the components that make you a champion are growing in 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 real time as well the discipline the responsibility the fact that you have a routine that you've adopted and you stuck to. All these things make you a better human being and actually a more profitable human being to be around. Because others, you may find it hard, you may find this um, kind of surprising. Most people do not think this way. They just do their nine to five job, they come home and they do life. And that's fine. And you may, you may, that's, I'm not saying that's mediocre. That's not mediocre. You could do a nine to five. You could have a nine to five and have a family and not be a mediocre person. Just because you don't want to run a business or build a multi billion dollar organization doesn't mean you're not, you're, you're mediocre. The thing that makes someone mediocre is when they don't put heart in what they do. And most people are just living or working rather to live and they're not living in the process. And granted, you're not going to from birth all the way till you die, do things you love to do and nothing else have nothing else in between. I mean, there are going to be some things that you go through and things that you have to do Because in order to do this over here, what I really want to do, I have to do this. That's just life. That happens. And then in that process, there are times of drought and decline and despair and discouragement. But those times, you know this. 
You know this from Instagram memes. You know this from your favorite motivational speaker. Those are the things that make you stronger. Those are the things that actually create the character that's going to actually be the be the actual impetus behind you doing anything measurable in your future. If you don't have those things, you're fucking frail. You're going to be frail. Your spine is going to be easy to break. And when you're at a top of something, you cannot have a weak spine. You cannot be frail. But all these things, in order to get there, you have to, have to impose heart on the things that you're doing now and don't see them as insignificant or not worth anything or or you can't, just because you can't, you can't quantify it in the future doesn't mean that it's not absolutely imperative to your growth and it's very, very significant now. Even if you're getting started late in life, what you're doing is significant. And you have to apply heart in the things that you're doing right now. Because in order for you to get to where you want to go, you have to show God, I can handle it now. I can handle and do these things with a lot of genuine character and pure character integrity now. So when I'm at the top, I'm going to keep that same analogous character and character associations then but it's going to take a lot out of you and you're going to be challenged and you're going to fall and that's fine but make sure that you fall and every time you fall you fall with heart because when you fall with heart you're going to get back up with heart and that's the thing that's going to be the driving mechanism to any 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 success in your future heart done